All right, welcome to episode 94 of the Bobbycast. And Cassidy Pope is here. Hi. Welcome to the house. Thanks my for my house is like a disaster. Yeah, Are, it's so ugly. No, no, no. I kept the lights <laughs> off downstairs because they're closed. I just came from a photo shoot. And so I You look good, Bobby. Thanks. You got your hair done. You got I do. You got ma- a cool have, jacket on. I have makeup on. Man, do I look I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> I, I look good at makeup. Anything. I look good at makeup. <laughs> Like most of the time, I'm like you know, I'm fine. Like so, I'm, that's not all for me. I'm like it is not. Dang it! Dang it! <laughs> like I'm a solid six and a half. When I put makeup on, I'm a seven point three. You know, you don't give yourself enough credit. You uh, look wonderful. Well, uh, thank you. But that's why I'm usually like people come in, I'm in sweats and I'm a little underdressed. Like when Barry Dean was here, I was just in my whitey tidies the whole time. Oh my right? gosh, that's great. Yeah. I bet he loved it. Yeah. So, uh, how are you? You good? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks for having me. You brought cookies? I brought you guys some cookies. Um, okay. All right. I didn't bake them. All right. <laughs> I, you don't have it, to tell on yourself. I we know. haven't even seen them yet. I, I got known. nervous. I couldn't keep that lie Where'd going. Where did you get the cookies from? Okay. Uh, this is going to sound so bad. It was this lovely woman who was one of the chaperones for Christmas for Kids. On Tuesday night, she gave me a massive bag of cookies. She was re-gifting the cookies. <laughs> yes. I apologize. I'm not good at baking or cooking or any of that. So, But I, I couldn't come empty-handed. Well, we were cookie-less before you got here, and now we have cookies. Yeah. Yay! And they so. were made by a wonderful woman named Linda with love. Yeah. Way better than anything I would have baked. So, What have you been doing the holidays? Oh, my gosh. I've been... My family's all here. My mom and sister live here, so that's fun. And Wait, my, so are the rest of them here, too? Well, my grandma's here, but the rest of them are coming next week. So it'll be it'll be pretty crazy. Are you hosting the holidays? Or, I am. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not cooking. My mom and sister are the cooks of the family, and I take care of the booze and hosting and going around, making sure all the glasses are full. And How old is your sister? The, she's 31. So she's an older sister. Yeah. 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 And they live here? They do, yeah. We're all from Florida, and I came here first about five years ago. My sister came here two years ago. My mom just came here in May. Like, the perfect timing, too, because that's when all, like, my whole life changed. So. And they moved here from? From West Palm Beach, Florida. Man, it was, it's much warmer there. It is. My mom was just there. But, although, she said at night it was 40 degrees, so. Yeah, but nobody goes outside at night. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like the lows when I do the weather on the radio, and it's like the low is 22. But no one's awake for the low. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go, so like. So, really, who cares? Yeah, you're not going to have a beer on the patio. Back in the day, we used to have to leave the water running so the pipes wouldn't freeze. So oh, you have yeah. to keep it drip. Yeah. Totally. And now you don't really have to do that as much because the pipes are robots, basically. Yeah. So. Uh, the 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 for the Christmas for kids thing. We take a bus, a tour bus from the school, and bring them all to Walmart and go shopping with them and stuff. And they they had to turn the plumbing off on the bus, so all the kids had like Coke and like pizza at the, this pizza party, and they all were like, "I have to pee." Wait, like, there's oh, plumbing God. on a bus? It's not a school bus, then? It's no, a, it's like a, a city tour bus. bus. Right. It was a tour oh, bus. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All the bus companies are amazing, and they give these buses for a night, and they're just like. They're they're so kind to do that, but yeah, the poor kids couldn't couldn't pee on the bus. That's okay. You don't want to pee on the bus anyway. Now it's not great. You can't pee on a school bus. So you, you're okay. That's okay. true. What's the Christmas for kids thing? So you go. So it's basically a school in Hendersonville. They they take all the kids there that are underprivileged and give them a chance to go to Walmart, and they have a hundred and fifty dollar budget to be able to go and shop and. Um, 
a bunch of people get involved, a bunch of artists, a bunch of just, you know, volunteers that come. And, um, the first year I went, I did a signing, which they do every year as well, where people pay to come on the tour bus the night before and do a signing with a bunch of artists. Hunter's done it and Alabama's done it. Um, and that year they were like, yeah, and you can also go shopping with the kids. I was like, I want to do that. That sounds fun. And so I did it last year. Um, and it was, it was so, it was sweet, but sad, you know, the kids are like, you're afraid to be like, do you want to get presents for your parents? And you just don't know what they're going to say. And, um, you know, last year the dad actually showed up and they're not supposed to show up at Walmart. It was this whole thing. And they're really, really good at, with security, making sure the kids are okay. But, um, yeah, that was a weird thing. And this year the, the boy was like, yeah, I'll get my mom a necklace, but my dad's not really around. And so it was, it's just sad, but you, you gotta like. You just have to treat them like nothing's wrong. This is fun. We're going to have fun. And you kind of take them away from their crap at home, you know. They know who you are. No. no. Not at all. No. They're <laughs> they like, know your oh, you're, are you the singer we're supposed to be hanging out with? I was like, no, I'm just somebody. That's I'm just funny. a person. <laughs> kids, how old, how old are the kids? They were from like 7 to 12. So they're not Cassidy Pope fans. No. No. They definitely don't listen. They probably don't. I don't think they listen to country music. They were trying to pull up like crazy stuff on my phone. And I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> like really inappropriate rap songs. <laughs> like Linda's getting upset. Let's put that away. That's fine. They, <laughs> it, I've been to places before where I'm supposed to be the celebrity. I've been finger quotes where nobody has any idea. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that kind of makes it feel like um, you're actually, you're doing it for the right reasons. Like I, I, I mean, I looked pretty similar to what, how I look now, like crap with you no makeup like or anything. And Cassidy's wearing da, 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 <laughs> gold tennis shoes, um, rolled up slightly capri-ish blue jeans. Yeah. A tan orange-ish, orange-ish sweater. Yeah, it's like probably like salmon. You, you <laughs> look wonderful. I do, thank you. Yeah, it's you, like you a baggy. Well. Baggy outfit day. You look wonderful. Oh, thanks. Well, so I haven't seen you for a bit. I guess I've we, we've talked a few times, but I haven't seen yeah. you like in professional world in a bit. Yeah, kind of just took the year to step away for a minute. Um, had to go through some transitions on all fronts, music, personal, everything, and it was it was kind of amazing and terrible at the same time. But like, I loved stepping back and. You know, all my friends had such a big year and I got to enjoy it and watch and not be, you know, consumed with my stuff. I could actually like root for them in a way where it was just like I wasn't in the back of my head thinking, OK, what am I what am I doing next? What am I doing next? It was it was kind of nice, but not going to lie. It's, it was the hardest year of my life. So musically, you're not with your record label anymore, which no. was Big Machine Correct. Label Group. And that's who you were assigned to after the voice is yeah that, is that how that, so how does that work because you you win the voice know, season season three okay wow yeah five years ago wow five, so that was about the time when i came to town too oh, i guess really? we kind of came to town around the same time oh weird yeah i think you just beat me because i haven't <laughs> been here five years yet no way i feel like wow i could just because i dominate <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I've been here. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think you beat me because you would have had. I got, I came I came like, like I think wasting. What was your first song? Wasting all these tears. Yeah, I think that was already happening whenever okay. I got here. And you left me. So that yeah, this was a thing. There it is. 
So when you finish that show, they go, okay, you're they, going, you're going to Nashville. Well, I I wanted to. I was like, I want to do country. I sang country as a kid. I did the rock thing, and I loved it. Um, but when uh, when I went on the Voice, I, I started singing like all the songs that I sang as a kid. I sang "Cry" as a kid. That was my finale song, and um, I didn't sing "Over You" as a kid. But like, I wanted I wanted to do that. Like Blake didn't want. He didn't care. He was like, "Do you?" And then um, it felt so good. And I I was still listening to country, and I thought oh, I could totally do a country thing where I can still incorporate my pop and rock influences. So I really wanted to come to Nashville. I didn't feel, I lived in LA for a few years um, before The Voice. I didn't feel super uh, embraced there. I didn't really feel like I fit in. And um, so I came here and, and um, it's, didn't, it didn't was, fit in. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> took me a minute, <laughs> took me a minute to get accepted. And I was going back and forth from LA to Nashville. And that's like, it's funny, you know, no matter how much you tell people, no, no, like I'm in it. Like this, this is it. I'm not trying to do a crossover thing. I, I love country music. They're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Until you move here full time. It's like, they don't really like, they don't really embrace you that much. And I, I got lucky. I had some great people behind me and, you know, I, I got signed to big machine label group and that was awesome but was that part of the deal of the voice like if you won the voice or like i know on idol i have friends have been on idol and now friends that have been on the voice but now the voice they don't put out people that people care about anymore it's more about the tv show it it, i mean it's two seasons a year it doesn't give people enough time to really digest artists and like i have no idea idea who's won the last (laughs) i don't don't know who's won any seasons except for you and daniel only because i know you i don't i've never actually watched the voice yeah i literally can't anymore I yeah, anxiety. I, I wish I knew more questions because I don't. I don't. Well, okay, so yeah, you. you I mean, they you signed win, you to. It's universal. Okay. And I was the first country artist to win, so I was like, okay, I don't want to be signed to Universal in New York. I want to or LA. I want, I need to be in Nashville. So let's figure this out. And thankfully, I I got a, also a management deal with Irving Azoff from that show, and um, who, who you know manages. I know you know, Eagles, but just, yeah, he's. He's a big dude. Probably the biggest manager in the history of managers. Yeah. Probably. He's the dude. Yeah, and still right now huge. John Mayer. Yeah. And, yeah. And so he um, he actually left the management company I was supposed to get signed to, but he took me with him. I got so lucky. And um, he was like, Yeah, we'll just renegotiate the deal and you'll get it. You'll just go to Nashville if that's what you want. So it was like not even really the kosher way of doing things for when you come off that show but he he figured it out and he alongside my my day-to-day Tina Kennedy and um they were just so great with that but I I inherited this deal it was awesome at first and it's hard because usually when you're with the label they get to know you they have time to really sit with you and develop you and um I didn't have that time and it was like well, why wouldn't we just put something out as soon as we can and strike while the iron's hot and, you know, while people are paying attention. And so we did, and we released Frame by Frame, which was, I, I still love that album. I'm proud of it. But you can definitely hear there's a little confusion. There's, like, some identity crisis. That's what Danielle and, says, too. Yeah. She was like, man, they just, it was like, show's over. Okay, let's go pick songs. Yeah. You have a day, pick some songs, and then go sing them and get them out of immediately. Yeah, yeah. And I, I loved it. I got to come here and write, and I I wrote half the album, and, and some songs I, I actually put on there that I wrote years ago. So it was like, it was fun, and I, I just loved it, but it wasn't, um, and, and I noticed it now, now that I, like, going through 
a breakup this year and just going through a lot of stuff this year, I was writing about things from the past and there's only so much you can do with that. Like there's only so, so you can only go so deep with that. And I did, I made it happen, but writing in it, in the pain, in the struggle is like so much crazier. I mean, you, I've been writing 100 percenters so much more now, which means by yourself, by myself. Yes. By yourself, yeah. yeah. Um, more than I've ever done in my life. And it's like, I'm really excited about it. But back then it was like, oh, I'm going to think about my ex from when I was 18 who like, who hooked up with my friend two days after we broke up. Like that was like the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> and my parents divorced. That wasn't fun. But um, yeah, it just, it just is a different game. So like listening back to the record, I love it, but I'm just like, I get why it, it you know, only went so far. So to kind of smash cut to now when did your record deal when did that end was like okay that was in may actually of this year yeah so what happened there um it just we just stopped being on the same page and it wasn't what does that mean so i would send in songs or they would send me songs and i'm i'm the kind of artist if i hear a song that i didn't write but i wish i did i'll cut it i love i just love good songs but they weren't sending me stuff that I liked, and that was me. And they didn't really like anything I was writing. So it was like, what are, what are we really doing here? And our last-ditch effort was the summer EP, and I loved that EP, but it there were compromises there song-wise, and I didn't get to do fully what I wanted. I did get to go with Corey Crowder, which was great, and I just cut my newest project with him. But, um, yeah, just it just stopped feeling right and, and stopped being inspirational and... It just and it, and it there was no bad blood or anything. It just was like let's just call it like it is. And so who goes to who? My managers went to Scott Borchetta and just were like, "Hey, she's she's not happy. You're not happy. Let's just call it a day." It wasn't you know super clean. Like there were you know back and forth negotiations or whatnot. But again, Irving, did you owe more? I assume I assume you owe them more records. I did. Oh, for you, you sure. Should, and, or or yeah. did or, I don't anymore? You don't anymore. No. Do you owe them anything? Because I have, like I have a people. tiny thing, yeah, just like a little point thing. But it's I, I'm really lucky with what I got. I think there was just a respect level there between Scott and Irving, and I didn't rock the boat in any way. I wasn't mean or weird about it. I was just like, hey, dude, this isn't working. I think you're cool, but like, can I just move on now? <laughs> so then, so what? Do you, the next day, you don't have a record deal. What's the difference? Well, no, nothing at first. I was like. I felt like there was kind of a weight lifted, and it's kind of a jolt. It's like, okay, so what now? Um, but pretty much right away, I just went in and cut songs that I had been writing with Corey. Um, I hired like a digital creative team that I just outsourced myself. And um, so all this stuff costs money, and your label's yeah. not paying for it now, right? So did you make some good money in the five years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got lucky. CAA are amazing. It's my not lucky if you're actually good and you're working. I know. They, yeah, you're right. It's not lucky. I'm That's one of my pet peeves. When people are like, I got so lucky. But did he? When you put in all that, those hours. Well, look, I think there's a certain level of luck. Like there's timing and 
people that come into your life at very interesting times. So mm-hmm. I think See, I don't believe in luck. You're talking to the wrong guy. But well, here's the, the the synergy. In but the it's okay that you do. Yeah. But so so you had some money saved up. I did. Yeah. My my business manager is my mom's, and she's amazing. Oh, you probably she's... got good money saved up. Then oh, she's probably she... watching you back like crazy. <laughs> well, I'm the one who's like, hey, mom, do you think I could go shopping today? Like, am I good? She's like, Cass, you don't have to ask me every time you want to go buy like a good pair of shoes. Like, you're good. But I I'm just I've. You know, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, and like my parents' divorce really put my mom in a tough position. And is I was she like, business managed for anybody else or just you? She does. She does a bunch of like YouTube, 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 Bono, Bono yeah, <laughs> she's doing well. She does YouTube, YouTube kids. kids. She does. Wow, she really? does that band Lydia. Do you know Lydia? I don't know Lydia. Okay, she she does a few bands. Like it's kind of a crazy story. That's cool though. Yeah. How did she get into that? Is that like her degree? Me. Yeah. She, she's a CPA. She did, she does the books for a condominium in West Palm Beach, Florida, which she still goes to every month. She has to like oversee, but I, I wasn't, I had a, this big business manager when I was in my band Hey Monday and he kind of ran us into the ground and my mom was like, I do this for a living. I'll help you out for a little bit. And that was probably 10 years ago. And she's been doing it ever since. And through me and through my manager at the time when I was in Hey Monday, he knows she's amazing. And he moved here. Rohan Coley, who's at Warner now. I don't know anybody. Okay. He's a- I'm the, listen, I'm supposed to know everybody. <laughs> I know no one. I think you might have everybody this conversation. Everybody knows you, but you know nobody. No, it's not that everybody knows me. <laughs> it's very one-sided, Bobby. The, the only time I get to know people is when they come and do this. Otherwise, yeah. I don't go out. Yeah. Every weekend, I'm on the road. Yeah. I go to busy. bed at 8 o'clock. What do you want from me? I got nothing. <laughs> it's okay. I got nothing. Hey, it's okay. I'm just, you know, trying to... You know. Anyway, uh, yeah, word got out and she's she's killing it. But So now your mom's business managing lots of artists. She is. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, and but she's so But probably your sweet. A plus though. You're number one on the list to make sure. She's checking she that. better be. And you saved a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, I got I got endorsements. CAA was, was great. and teeth me. endorsement? <laughs> yes, teeth. Dentures. It was something though, <laughs> Colgate, right? Colgate, yeah. Oh man, I bet that paid you a ton of money. <laughs> I have friends that have done commercials and they weren't even doing endorsements, like celebrity endorsements, but they would do national spots and they would get like I think one of them got paid 280,000, $280,000. Yeah, it's I mean those corporations, they have so They have so much, much money. money. And if they if you can move the needle in any way, yeah. they're stoked and it's, it's great. Even when I do stand up for corporate gigs, the money's unrealistic. Yeah. You like, want really? to do corporate gigs because it's not like a real thing to them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. It's well, my, so my, my, the guy who does my sound, you know, I didn't have a tour this year, so he had to just kind of make money wherever. And he, he does these corporate gigs where he literally presses mute and unmute and he gets paid so much more than what I can pay him. And I'm just like, you're not even doing anything. And he gets to go to like all these awesome places for a week straight. And he's literally there for like an hour pressing mute or unmute. There are comedians that I know that aren't even the A tier comedians that will get thirty grand a night. Yeah, and they'll take care of you, fly you in. Fly, I mean, and you just go and you talk in front of a bunch of people that work yeah. at Sam's Club. <laughs> Sam's Club, I totally done that gig. Yeah, and then you, I did Dollar General like yes. uh, three months ago, and yes. it's all people that work at Dollar General yeah. that were brought in, and their bosses, and it's five hundred people, six hundred people, and you go up on stage, you tell your jokes, and they're like. Cool. Here's a check, and you're like, huh. you're like, thank, thank you. But I, listen, I think I earned the spot. Sure. And if yeah. they're gonna pay somebody, I'm that much. I'm happy to take it. Be the person they pay. Absolutely. Be the person. And you and you saved your money. Yeah. Oh, but, so I'm not like I'm not a big spender. I bought a house this year that was like a big investment for me. But again, when did you buy it's the an house? investment. 
Where? Pre, pre, no, pre, like, pre boyfriend breakup or post? Post. Okay, that's cool then. At least I have that drama. Oh yeah, no. I, I right away I was like, I gotta find a house. I want my my dog to have a yard. I want to. That's why I bought this house. Yeah, I was living downtown. Yeah, I, I yeah I was uh, I yeah I was downtown and it was fun. It was great. I could walk places, but once that ended, I was like, I think I I'm ready for like a massive change. And yeah, I got a house. Just I pay cash for a house. Cash? Yeah. No. no. I just seen how I seen how much she really had. I <laughs> seen how much she saved up. I mean, nickel she saved up. No, not that much. You finish. So you're out of the deal, mm-hmm. which means you have to spend your own money, and you spend your own money differently than when it's somebody else's money. I've learned from having yes. to build my own ventures. Sure. So now you got to spend your own money and make music. Yeah, and I got. I mean, Corey is he's a massive champion of mine. Like he is just the best, and he knows. Um, he, he's doing, he's, he's cutting me a deal and it's, it's still expensive because he's Corey. I mean, I'm not going to ask him to do it for free and I, I can pay him, but he definitely cut me a better deal. When you're an independent artist, you tend to get better deals on stuff when, when like the studio knows you don't have a label fronting it and the mixer and masters and all that, like it's cheaper. So like when Walker Hayes produced some stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Some some raging idiot stuff. I was just like, hey, dude, I'll pay a little bit, but how about you own some of it? And so I yeah. gave him some points on that because yeah. it was just easier. And I knew we'd sell like a good amount of singles. And he was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's great. So that's what we did. Is that what you guys are doing? No. Oh, so you just pay him straight up. I'm paying him straight up. I need to talk to him. He I... needs to work a better deal. He, if he's taking less money, <laughs> he needs to get some of this action. So, well, yeah. I mean, I, my thing is... So I want to release it independently. And if a label gets involved eventually, I will make sure he's taken care of and I'm, I'm going to keep using him so release it independently meaning you're going to I'm going to yeah I'm going to put it out I'm going to put it out on iTunes and all of that and um, you know lean on my fans I saw like an Insta story where you were like listening to new music did you yeah. do that Are yeah you, was that what it was fans know I'm, I've been working on it they know that it's coming I just don't have a release date yet and I know for sure it's going to be it's going to be probably in February. Oh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just... And it's fun. Like, I have my own timeline. That's another thing, you you know, with, with the label and stuff. You, you don't, you know, I have, have to worry about that. I have some of the new stuff here. This is uh, one of Cassidy's new songs. Here you go. I apologize. <laughs> I love what's one for the ages. Hey, if it did that well, I would It's not good. It's not good. She was looking at me like, what do you have? Like, How um, do you have sorry? it? Yeah. Let me talk about sleep number for one second. So when it comes to holiday gifts, what gift could be better than the gift of sleep, even for yourself? You may be hearing this before Christmas. Maybe you're hearing this way after Christmas. I don't know when you listen to this thing, but I can tell you this. I do love my sleep number bed. And maybe you thought you couldn't afford a sleep number. Did you know that at nine out of 10 couples disagree on mattress firmness? The sleep number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort, your ideal support on each side, so it's just right for the both of you. The newest sleep number beds are so smart, they automatically adjust, so you both stay sleeping comfortably throughout the night. My sleep number setting is a 30, and my sleep IQ score last night was in the 90s, and I do the show from my house, and my bed is literally 25 feet away from me right now. Sleep number beds cost about the same as traditional mattresses, last twice as long. And you go in now, save 200 bucks on a Queen C4 mattress now with Sleep IQ technology, only $15,999. Uh, $15,99.99. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Plus, buy one cool fit 2.0 pillow, get the second one half off. So, 800 next bed to find the store near you and tell them I sent you. Cool. Okay, so, all right, you're putting out music in February. Are you done with it? 
Like you have, yeah. You have it all yeah. done? Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to possibly sing on it, and I don't want to say who because I don't know if he's going to do it. Garth? Oh. Me? Come on, Bobby. <laughs> the Come two on. spectrums. <laughs> yes, please. The best and the absolute worst. So, <laughs> so, okay, so you're almost done then. I'm almost done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and I've got, I got out my publishing. I... I'm you got out of your publishing deal? Out of my publishing deal. So that means people were paying you to write. Yes, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was on like an artist publishing deal, which you don't really have to meet a quota or anything. It's just basically like they're in charge of getting you syncs or getting you, pitching you songs for, for you to get and record or whatever. And You know, there there's definitely, there's an advance at, the, at first when you first sign, but <clears throat> it just... Again, it just kind of ran its course, and then um, I also I let go of my managers, which was tough. Cause Dang, it's like a full purge, huh? Yeah, yeah. I guess you kind of need to. If you're going to go 75%, you almost have to go 100 Yeah, the only person I kept was Darren Murphy at CAA, because I was like, you've been you know consistent, you're my rock here, you're like... And, 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 you know, it's, it's easy when you're not doing well or you're not, you don't have anything going on for somebody to be like, okay, I'm going to go over here now and I'll let you figure it out on your own. But like, he never did that. He was always really, and not that everybody else did, but he just, he's just amazing. He kept me busy. He kept me on the road. He kept making me money. And, and that's like, he's, there's no, it's not broke. So. CAA, by the way, is an agency. Right. I, full disclosure, CAA is my agency too. Cool. Um, Good people. They're all the same. I mean, the, no. I mean, really. Like, I I went to CA because Sorry, I, I CAA. no, because I liked my specific agent. By the way, yeah. I never signed with CA in Nashville. I signed with CA in New York oh. for television, and it was like, hey, your band selling tickets for like fifteen hundred people a night in theaters. Why don't you get an agent? And I was like, <laughs> all right. And so I went and talked to people, and then I just liked the people at CA better. I, didn't, I don't know the difference. Like, I don't yeah. know the difference. I'm not like. I, I guess I don't really either, but I love it. I love CAA, so it's like I do too. Because, I'm just gonna hang because I like the people that I work with directly. Exactly. So and that's, that's an agency. Do you have to give them ten percent of everything, or do you have a better rate? Yeah, it's ten percent. Yeah. Is it, why? Why you say it like that? I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if like it's weird. Is that weird to disclose? Oh, I had a whole podcast talking about my money last time, <laughs> where it was. I was like, listen, let me tell you, because I said I was talking about my money. Yeah. So first of all, it's on my radio contract is different because I have a radio agent which I fired, but he he, he gets seven percent in my rate. But in radio, normal is like twenty percent, eighteen percent. Yeah. But as you grow, you can actually negotiate down, and I'm in a pretty solid spot to go. I'm not. You're not taking that much money out of my paycheck. Right. So I have to pay him seven percent. But then all the stand up comedy, all the it goes like this. It goes. Manager takes fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. Does your manager like fifteen percent? You have a manager right now. She did, but no. I okay, fifteen percent. Yeah. yeah. Then my agent takes ten. My business manager, depending yours is your mom. I don't know what you pay your mom. Yeah. But mine takes four, and so it, there from anything, and again, yeah, I'm complaining a little bit, but these are necessities. They I are. need these people to help me book shows to manage. I have books and music and radio shows yeah and pe- a lot of stuff and I don't even know I don't even think about money I know nothing about money so yeah. I have to, I, a business manager makes sure everybody gets paid and so yeah. b- but before I even get paid 40 cents of a dollar is gone yeah I know it's crazy and so I'm not complaining about the job that I do it just kind of sucks that I have to pay people I wish yeah. I could just get all the money yeah, oh, it would be great. And pay no taxes too, by it the way would be I mean, great. but I did a In whole a perfect world I did a whole show on here about that like this is 
the independent contractor world of artistry yeah and how it works and all the odd people we have to pay the people just wouldn't know about it, it wasn't a woe is me no. it was like this is what happens when you're an artist you have a manager you have an agent you have a business manager yeah i, I just did a photo shoot and and it cost me like two thousand dollars yeah dude it's so funny when i'm like in coach and people recognize me and they're like why aren't you in first class oh i fly southwest and and people are like what, what? <laughs> Don't you have a private jet? I'm like, what are you talking about? Aren't you on TV? <laughs> I'm like, who do you think I am? Taylor Swift? But well, she has her own. She has, she, a, yeah. she has a Pauline. Yeah, she got a couple of those things. A Pauline. So, okay, so here you are. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, you can disclose whatever you want. Right, listen, I, you're not, or you can not disclose whatever you want. I don't care. Okay. So, uh, you're going to have uh, new music out. Mm. I let, I'll talk about your boyfriend for a second. I, I met him a couple times. Yeah. I guess I didn't know him. I guess I really didn't know you that well. No. No. I don't know why. No, because I don't know any. I'm telling you, I don't know anybody. Let's, I like, get to, let's get to know each other. No, I don't ah, think so. Right, Just cool. because. Whatever. I'm I taking don't the ha- cookies back. I don't have the schedule. <laughs> my, my life is not conducive to having friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't have them. I'm gonna bite my tongue on that one. You can say whatever you want. Right. <laughs> my Mike D's my only friend, just about because we travel together. In the last six days, Cassidy, let me tell you, I've been in New York, L.A., Oklahoma, Arkansas, Nashville. It's five cities in six days. It's pretty crazy. That's why I'm many friends, and because I'm a dick. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I, I plead the fifth on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I. I've have. had very good experiences with you, so I'm. I guess. I just don't have I'm time for that things. Way. Maybe I'll keep you at arm's length so I don't like catch the the, the, the douche vibe. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't get a douche vibe. Okay, good. I was out with Jillian because Jillian Jacqueline's been on the road with me for the past She's three amazing. months. She's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. I was out with Jillian. I may have told the story. I don't know. I see the thing is, I don't know what stories I tell on and off the air because they're all. It all I do that too, though. Real. That's just human stuff. Well, so I was with Jillian and she was. Um, she did, you know. 14 shows with us I think Raging Idiot shows mm-hmm. so we're playing all these theaters and she was like ah oh, finally get finally get you I was like what do you mean she goes you just go A to B like you don't whatever you just leave because we were in a room and this guy would not stop talking oh yeah and he was out of control so I just left <laughs> <laughs> and she was in there still li- and she stayed I, and she was in there you just and, abandoned her and so I just got up and left because he was kind of out of control <laughs> alright and then so I left and she was like man I admire how you can I said here's the stages of me first of all people go well, that was kind of rude. Then, they, then after about the third time, they go, well, he's kind of weird. And then after a while, they go, ah, that's just Bobby. Yeah, that's, that's, just, just, that's just him. There's nothing mean about it. He's just kind of odd. Yeah. He's just, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. But no douche vibe. No douche vibe. Because I don't think I'm cool. I think... Right. That's du- when you're, you you're yes. think you're cooler than you are, so you overcompensate. Dude's just like, hey, look how cool I look at me, Look at my selfie in the mirror. <laughs> look at my recliners in my cool room where I have my podcast. Okay, I don't like that impression. That's not a very good impression of me. That was not good. Um, okay, not so good I, I met your ex-boyfriend a couple of times. Seemed like a nice fellow. But you guys yeah. were the, the thing was you guys were together forever. Eight years. And that was the whole story. It was like, oh, yeah, they've been together forever. Yeah, yeah, and we got engaged in February. Of, of this year? Yeah. You got engaged and split up. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty quick engagement. Yeah, I know. So when, uh, he was in a band, huh? Wasn't yes, he in like All, all American low. Rejects? All, a different all band. Different all. All time low. <laughs> yeah, drummer. Are they any good? Yeah, they're so good. Are they? So, oh, so good. I'm still big fan. Uh, pff, whatever. They're, they're killing it. I wouldn't be a big fan if I broke up with somebody. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm a huge fan of Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> Let's see here. 
This no is, hard feelings. Let me hear this. No. Listen to uh, oh, by the way, Lin- Lindsay and Cassidy times. are like friend friends. Yeah, we are. So we saw That's you guys. That's you're like, I don't have time for friends. I was like, <clears throat> girlfriends. <laughs> no, well, no. that that, And I had time for a girlfriend, too. Yeah. That just... That, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I mean, I, and I've talked about that openly. I know. Super openly. The whole thing. I but know. I will say that we saw you... Th- we were at dinner uh, oh God, two, was... two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was me, Amy, and the girl that styles Amy and I both. Okay. And so it was our stylist. And so we go out, and we're having dinner, and I say, hey, there's Cassidy. And I see you because you're covered in tattoos, like your arms. And I was like, oh, there's... Because the restaurant was packed. Yeah, it was but I see good. your arm tattoos. I'm like, oh, there's Cassidy. And I was gonna go up and say hi, and I walk up and Lindsay, and Lindsay is sitting right yeah. next to you. I didn't even see Lindsay until I got right up to you. Are you serious? No, no, I didn't. Even, and I was like, oh my god, that's like, so funny. Oh, oh wow. yeah, we didn't see you till you walked on up, and I was like, hey, hi. And, and then Amy walks up and and starts talking, and then she comes back, goes, is it awkward? I was like, no, what's awkward? It was great. It honestly, everybody handled themselves. No, there was nothing to handle. <laughs> Look, you guys dated. You we still up. talk. Yeah, it's great. She was over here. Yesterday evening, dropping off presents. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. There's a 0%. We were texting today about something because she's in Chicago. Like, there is zero weirdness. Good. You don't have to cough and be like, <laughs> friend, <"Bleh." laughs> I know, I'm just a Maybe at some point there will be, but we're good. We're good. Good, I'm glad. We're it, never been better. I mean, yeah, we've been better, but yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway. Moving on. Here we go. No, I don't have to move on. Okay, this is, I want to hear that your your ex boyfriend's band. That's this is what I like to do. I like to torture people by playing their ex's music. I honestly haven't listened to this in a very long time. So he's the drummer. Yeah. He's doing a terrible job so far drumming. I hear nothing. <laughs> I hear no drums. I'm not feeling his drumming yet. Okay. Here's some bit. Look, kick. I mean, I've heard better drumming, I'm going to tell you. He's a real good drummer. I don't hear it in this song. He's not really showcasing his ability here. It's definitely more alternative. This this album, they went a little bit more mainstream, alternative. What? Is that new? That's new. Yeah. So, okay. So, you're dating this dude for eight years. Yeah. Other than my dog, I got nothing going on for eight years. <laughs> like, I don't I don't have a family member that I've, been, that I've known for... I've been close to for eight years. Like that's wow. a that's a long time. It really is. It really is. And you know, there's a lot of when you're with somebody for that long. There's a lot of transitions, a lot of change, a lot of like you guys live together. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> like how in the world? Like you? We had a do- we had a do- have a dog. That's mine now. Is it like a cubby? Cuppy. Cuppy. The P. Two P's. So you I don't ha- have a pop filter, so this is very intense. You guys break it off after eight years, huh? And it, nobody did anything wrong. It was just like... Really? Nobody did anything wrong? No, no. Like, And this is the thing. We both agreed we wouldn't get crazy with details and like tell everybody or, or like air out the dirty laundry because there really isn't any. It's just... We just... It just wasn't anymore. It just... It was and then it wasn't. So, playing, when you're, playing like, shrink here. Oh, boy. If you got engaged in February and, <laughs> and unengaged in May... Then it must have been a realization set in because that's a pretty big part yes. of like. Oh, it makes you. Am, am I really committed? Because you have to really decide then. Yeah, it makes you. It makes you 
think about it. You know, it's 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 an idea until it becomes a reality, and you start talking about weddings. Why did it take him so long to propose? By the way, eight, oh, eight years. You know, I, and actually, a lot of it was me. I was like, I want to be in a good place in my career. I want to feel content. And then when I never, ever, ever felt content, I was like, okay, well, we don't have to wait anymore. <laughs> This is never going to be, the music career is never going to be like in a place where I can just, because uh, if that, if that's you, then like, I feel like. You, oh, you creatively, wanna, you'll never find a spot. You you won't find a spot. And now yeah. I think you should. I think you should be happy and grateful and have gratitude, but like you should always want to do better and accomplish more. But anyway, once, once I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Did you do the thing where, because I don't know. Because you, you obviously didn't stay in that house. Were you living in a house together? No, apartment. Okay. So did you do the thing where – did you both leave the apartment? No. So he had to leave for a while and you got all your stuff and left? Well, he was – he like left for tour really quickly after and so that, I had time to – That would be to, easier then. Yeah. I had a transitional period and my mom had – she literally was like – I was going through the breakup, through the getting out of my deal, getting uh, out of my management company, all this stuff. And she was like – So is much. It, she was like – is. Is it bad? Like, is me moving here what is causing all of this? I was like, no, you moved here because I needed you. Well, you don't believe in this stuff. Um, what, but do you believe in what stuff? Luck? Like, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. Like, her moving here during all of that, and I wasn't like, oh, you good, you're here, I'm going to do all this. It literally was simultaneous, and I was like, no, you're here because you, there's something. Like, the universe was like, you're going to need your mom here for you. So, I, it was, thank God she was here, but. So, all that happened, <laughs> did you go to a therapist? Oh, yes. Okay, I was about to say, because I would have had, I'd have been one every day. I went with twice all, a week. With all of, and that's a lot, because I go once a week. Yeah, me too. And that's a lot, and once a week is a good amount. It's good. Yeah, now, like, when I go once a week, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you, and I'm in an awesome place, and I feel great. Then, I was just, like, crying every day. I was like, ah, you know, a mess, and I needed to go two days a week, and I, I always was like afraid of therapy because there's a lot from my childhood that sucked and like my parents divorce was pretty tumultuous and like do you think that kept you from wanting to get married though no I wasn't afraid of getting married I really wasn't I just I was a yeah it just wasn't the right person and Mm. yeah I mean I'm not afraid of marriage I think it's great I love it I think it's beautiful I have friends that are married that are super happy and the thing is is it's work like you definitely it shouldn't be like you wake up every morning like oh I have to make it work with this person but there will be tough times and you have to want to work and I I, we weren't in a place where we were willing to do that so it's just kind of you know wonder I just wonder about about that about your mom and your dad divorce because I don't know I never saw a, a successful relationship. So I never knew my real dad ever. Right. And, I, I think I know your story, which yeah, is Yeah, and my mom died and, yeah. she was, and she was an addict her whole life. Ugh. But I never saw really a happy relationship ever. Right. I never saw anything stay together. And she was married to my biological father until I was four or five. And she had boyfriends on and off. And depending where we lived, we moved around a lot. Yeah. When you don't have money, you just live where you can live. And so she'd have different boyfriends and we'd sometimes be moving with them. She married my stepdad, and they ended up getting divorced. So I never saw a relationship work. And I see people whose relationships work, but it's so ingrained in me that relationships don't work. Well, and that and that's something, like, uh, that's good that you're going to therapy because that's something that, that sucks. Like, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, 
I know it's hard when you've gone through all those experiences. Like the, I had an epiphany this year with my therapist where she, I was like, why have I never been single from 15? Oh, I, that's I've a had thing. boyfriends. Yeah. I've just one boyfriend after the other. And now that I don't, I'm like lonely and I want somebody and I don't know what to do. And she's like, because like, you know, I've, I've always had a difficult relationship with my dad and he would come in and out of my life and it's still not great. And, and she's like, it's because like you didn't really have a male figure in your life that was dependable. And so you're trying to find that in these guys that you're with and you have to like, you have to find that like inner peace and like happiness to like be okay with being alone. And like, finally I found it, but it took a, it took like six months. That's not any time. You're acting like six months. <laughs> like, it felt like listen, forever. Cause let me tell you. <laughs> It's nothing. You you go out and you should date a hundred people. Yeah, I've been. You should. Like you really should. <laughs> you should go out and you shouldn't get in any relationship. I'm gonna give you a little advice. Oh boy. Okay? I'm a little older than you, but not so much older than you that it doesn't matter. I probably live. I'm probably less mature than you. I don't know about that. So this is what because I have always been single. I'm the opposite. Right. And then rarely do I get a girlfriend. Like Lindsay and I dated. I mean, I've had like four girlfriends in my life, my whole life. Wow. And so, kind of did the same reason, but the opposite, right? Sure. You just need to go into date. You need to spend about a year just dating different I mean, people. Here we go again. You, you're no, going to go no, try no, to no, find no, 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 something. No, no. Just Here's like, what happened. I was like, I don't even want to date anybody for a while. And so, I just like sat in my sadness and loneliness for, for a while. And then I was like, okay. Um, I need to do something. We should something. date everybody. My point. Not what, not don't date anybody. I, I've been, uh, yeah, I've, I've like dated, I've been going on dates and all that, but like, there's one that's in particular that I kind of like, okay? Just be <laughs> careful. I am. And all the dudes in Nashville are players. Oh, don't say that. All the, it, all. I was with one that was here and he's not a player. Yeah, you were with him for eight years though before he was. That's true, but I'm just saying, I, I don't think Listen, that that's, that's a blanket statement. You Bobby. do. Yeah, but blanket statements exist for reasons because blankets are warm and comfortable and they make sense at times. <laughs> so you do you. Uh, I'll keep you updated. Not that you care, no, but I do. No, I, I care. Sometimes <laughs> I'll send you a message on Insta story. Yeah, yeah. That was, the last one was funny. Not that often, but sometimes I'll. I guess say you on where you went through Christmas. Why, why did I send you? Insta I went story? to the dancing lights, which were. Oh, this so is what it was. Cool. You tagged me because my voice is on the Insta. They oh, do that yeah. Jellystone lights. And I recorded that thing four years ago. And it's like, <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. And Amy, she's like, hey, here are you on the radio, on my radio. And the light. And I'm like, I've never been paid for that. <laughs> Why are they st- Is that even a charity? If it's a charity thing, like, I don't care, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm not it sure. It was 25 bucks to, like, get in there. Yeah. And she was like, who do I need to beat up? And I was like, Santa. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and she's like, I'm out. That's I love what Santa. it was. Okay. Wait, we get sidetracked here. So, <laughs> yeah. first of all, no, no relationships. Okay. You can date whoever you want. Okay. Second of all, just quit. Stop music for five years. Come back in five years. No more music. Oh, hell no. Number, that is not possible for me. Number three, no more deodorant. Just We're cutting all the things off, Mike. What are you, we're are just you trying cutting to get off. me to be we're like backpacking all, all, through yes, the that's, world? You need to be Kip more. All right. And just go and live your life I love Kip, on no an thanks. island. I'm good. <laughs> and and just not come back. I really like my Nest thermostat. I'm good. I'm going to. Oh, there's Nest legit. I have one too. It's hooked up not on my phone. Yeah, it's so like, nice. I can literally hit an app. It's so great. And do you have it on your phone? You, yes. And I have the cameras. Yeah, me too. I just like to feel secure. I, I left you a parking spot up front too. Thank you. Yeah, I really don't always it. do that. Sometimes, sometimes guests get upset with me. Or really? They drive big trucks and they can't fit. Yeah. No, I still have my little Kia from The Voice. 
She's you do? My, she's my baby. Well, so I left her, I'm going to just call her her, in L.A. when I was here for like a year, basically. And, and I didn't put any mileage on it. And then I, I brought her here. And it's like since 2013, it's only like 15,000 miles. But you've been on TV. I thought you'd have like a Bentley. I know, right? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Isn't it crazy how people feel like if you've been on the radio, or you had a song on the radio or a song on, on TV, or that you're rich? Yeah. Like that people assume that you're automatically rich. Oh, yeah. But people don't understand. Like, there's, like you were saying earlier, and I'm glad you did an episode about people you have to pay because it's crazy. It's like there's so many people that make it happen. So when it happens, it's like... You kind of are the last person to get paid. Yeah, that's a good. Th- it's a good so point. Weird. You are the last person to get paid. And I was talking about how artists I know um, that do like first of three slots, you know, on tours. Yeah, oh. they will break even or lose money. Yeah, or maybe make a little bit because some people even pay to, to yeah, do it because they have to pay band, they have to pay all the travel. Like, yeah, think about artists too. You got to pay for everything. Oh yeah, all travel. Like when I go out and do stand up, I have to pay for travel for merch. Hmm. Um, I take out an extra opener with me. Tour manager, yeah. Then got to pay them hotel rooms. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot. I'm a, and we're only complaining because we can. Yeah, like it's a great complaint to have. I mean, we're lucky. We get to do. We're not lucky. Sorry, you don't like that word. I don't. <laughs> listen, if you want to use it, that's okay. I understand the context of it. It's yeah. You mean we're, we're fortunate to do what you we can love. Say lucky. I'm not, we I, are. Uh, I don't really. Here's why I don't believe in luck. Not a lot of adjectives. I believe luck is just putting yourself in a spot, and if you put yourself in the right spot, eventually. Right. Something is going to happen. No, you're right. You have to work for it. Yeah. And if you get the the first time you buy a lottery ticket, one of the first time, and you're like, "Woo!" Well, you were in the right spot to buy that lottery. You went to the store. You went to the store. And if you're unlucky, well, you probably shouldn't be walking on the sidewalk when the piano fell out. Like you need to look up. Wouldn't you say, Mike? <laughs> look up before you start walking on the sidewalk. Yeah, do it. Oh, walking gosh. by buildings. That's true. Okay. So you're starting your life over. Basically, yeah. And I read this book. What's it called? You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And the ther- therapy was amazing. It was great. I got to get it all out. But this book is like what set me over the edge to like my blissful like, life is awesome. I feel great. Like that book is, it's it's all, I mean, it's all about self-esteem. Like if you love yourself and you're, you're like, you feel worthy, then everybody's going to feel that energy and you're going to, as soon as I felt that way, um, everybody like wanted to hear the music. People were hearing about the music and like labels and stuff were like, when can we hear it? When can we hear it? And I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I mean, you can hear it, but I'm not, I don't want to really sign with anybody right now. And like, you know, started going on dates and my friends all are like, yeah, there's definitely something happening with you. It's like palpable. Like you're, confidence and whatever it is and like it just felt like there was like a massive shift after I read that book so anytime I can like bring it up I do because even if you don't feel like you need it it's just a great read it's awesome you know a book I like green eggs and ham makes me feel oh, great, that's a great yeah, that's a good you know a book though is really <laughs> fantastic is the places you'll go Oh, it's the best. It's still the best. I know. I can read that book and be inspired still. It kind of makes me sad. Like, it makes yeah. me sad. It's nostalgic in, like, a really yes. sad way. And then you, it's nostalgic because you didn't go a lot of those places that you thought you would as a kid. I and you're know. like, wah, 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 I want to go down that swirly drain. But it's a, it's a good one. And I bought, what's funny is my main producer on my radio show, her name's Morgan. Mm-hmm. When she graduated college, because she was an intern for me. Then she was a phone screener. Then I wanted to keep around, so I hired my assistant. And then I put her on the sh- – so she worked her way up. But when she graduated college, I bought her that book, the place that you'll go, and wrote her a whole note on it. I was like, hey, 
nobody works harder than you wherever you want to go and now she's running the show oh my gosh which is crazy but that book that's still a cool book and what what, what's your book called again you are a badass and it is so good is it for girls no it's for everybody do I sound 12 (laughs) is it for girls girls? can I read it (laughs) will it give me cooties if I (laughs) if I read it don't touch it wear gloves yeah, it's it's a big like yellow. It's super super like poppy book. Like, you can see it from a mile away, but it's awesome. I should give you bare bones. That's oh, a- dude, I I have it. I just haven't read it yet. Okay. <laughs> what? What's the use that? I I'm just being honest. Yeah. I, well, let me. I'm know. supporting you. Let but me know. I, I need to. What read do you mean it. you have it? Did, did you get it for free? No. Did you buy it with your I own money? I bought it. Oh, well, that's cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Let me know when you read it. It will change your life. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Mike, you think it will change your life? Yeah. I yeah. Think it works. I mean, I, I, I see all of the reviews and they're they're all raving. Yeah, so. but let me tell you about those reviews. They're a little bit screwed up because <laughs> I got on the air one day. My my listeners are the best because I'm honest with them. They don't always they don't always enjoy me, but, but I'm honest with them. It's good. And so there's a respect between my listeners and, and myself. To where, even if you don't like what I'm saying, I'm at least telling you my truth, right? Yeah. Even if, and we can disagree, and that's fine most of the time. And I say, hey, so because there's that respect, I say, hey, do me a solid. Go over to Amazon and just give it five stars. Everybody, even if you hadn't read it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a thousand reviews. Are over. you serious? <laughs> yes. Now, to that be fair, it was a New York Times bestseller for four weeks. Now, I can't fake that no, part of cannot. it. No, you cannot. But if you look at Amazon... And don't. By the way, if you're listening right now, go give it five stars. Yeah, and I'm almost I'm almost on my second one right now, so I'm I'm, so that comes out in June. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I gotta read that first one first. You don't have to. Is it like a sequel? No, it's not because I don't have anything else. I don't want to write the first book. (laughs) Like I was exhausted. I I have nothing. It's like a wash rag when you squeeze it and all. I don't wash rag. How country does sound? Wash rag. It's it's like like you get (laughs) a piece of cloth wet. Yes. And you squeeze it. You wring it out. Yes. And then it's like there's no more water in it. Yeah. That's what I felt like when I finished that book. That's why you got you got to dip the towel in some more water. Well, I did. I, <laughs> I did a TED talk, and that's what I did the second book on, oh, on cool. how to fail, and why failing is great. Yes. And how it actually helps you succeed. Oh my gosh! So crazy you're saying that. Literally, on my drive here, I saw the sun setting on. I sound like a hippie right there now. I saw the sunset on the like the Nashville skyline. And I just looked at it, and I, w- I had this, like, overwhelming feeling of gratitude for all of, like, the bad things that I've been through this year. I was like, thank you. That's like, how you learn. You have to. You and have so to. so that's what the book is. It's... Oh, man. I'm so excited for that. And I have people that have sent me... I have friends, um, like, do you know who Deion Sanders is, football player? Yeah. So I reached out to Dion and like the governor of Arkansas and people and like, hey, what? I don't care about their success. Like, what's your worst story? Right. Like, when were you your lowest? Mm. Because what people see all the time is everybody up on their high. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's where everybody's looking up. Yeah, they want that hope. And so my story is, and the book that I'm writing is, you have to go through 500 of those mm-hmm. bad things to learn, have resilience. And even the greatest that you see failed miserably so many times. So anyway, that's what, that's what the book's about. I love that. that that'll be the second one, but you can't read it until it, the, the second book unlocks after you read the first one. Yeah, got it. Right, because there's a combination <laughs> hidden in the first book that you can't even open the second book until it's oh, until you find the combination. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's magic. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a little thing we're working on. <laughs> let me see what else. It's really involved. I think I'll drink water. Um, let me see what I have up here for you. Waterloo. What is that? Oh, it is. Um, I like so. I stopped drinking sodas years ago. 
That's good. Yeah. So I, I had drink. a vanilla Coke today, though. I, I love them. I was a little hungover. I love Coke. What did you do last night? A Christmas party? No. Actually, L- Santa's <laughs> Pub, which was a bad idea. Did you do karaoke? Nope. I, I was there for an hour. Do they like, pressure you to do karaoke if you go somewhere and they're like, <laughs> Cassidy, you're a good singer. Go do some karaoke and no. like blow everybody's face off. No, it's kind of crazy. I think, I, well, first of all, one person recognized me in that pub. Everybody else was just hammered and didn't couldn't see. So it was great. But I just I just like beelined to the back of the room because I, I, I can't handle a smoky bar like that. It, it was too much. It was fun. I'm glad I did it. I never went before. But I was like... I gotta get out of here, and then we ended up going on Broadway. And you went on Broadway. I sure did. Broadway's like the mess. It's like tourists, and everybody gets just plastered, and people are just peeing on the road. Yeah, I mean that's it. At the same time, people vomit and pee at the same time. (laughs) They're like, it's like a V or a palmet. Yeah, a (laughs) palmet. Disgusting. You went on Broadway, huh? I did. I just sometimes I don't care. Why don't don't you just hop in one of those bands? That'd be funny. I do. So my band plays. They, my guitarist's name is Benji, and they have their own side thing, Benji and the Jets, and they play mm. a gig at the That's Valentine. That's funny, a little play on words or Elton John, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. And they play every Saturday night at Valentine, sometimes Friday nights, and if I go, I pop up there and we do, like, Think of You or one of my songs or something, but I, I don't, I love it. It's like, it's, I'm kind of a yes girl this year, well, over the past few months, I just, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. If I'm in my PJs on the couch, I used to be like, nope done at seven i don't care if you text me i'm done for the night but now i'll be like all right got a rally it's time to go and always something awesome happens always no <laughs> but most of the time so what do you do what you do today like how, what's your life like now um so i my, my phone broke last night <laughs> sounds like last night was quite the night no. yeah okay it didn't break because i was drinking it broke because <laughs> i it just stopped charging i was at home and i was like this isn't charging. So I went out, brought my iPad. I looked like a crazy person. You took your iPod, your iPad because your phone was broken? Yes. That's funny. I was like, excuse me, let me just this out. <laughs> and uh, I was at like Santa's Pub trying to get Wi-Fi and it's bad. But I, um, so this morning, my I was like, yeah, mom, I got to go get a new phone. And she's like, don't go to the mall. Don't get a new phone. Because she got me an iPhone for Christmas. Oh, wow. So cute. So I went over to her did house. Did she give it to you early? She did. It was wrapped in everything. Do you have it? Oh yeah, it's over is it there. The, is it is it this it's one? It's the ten. Thing. Yeah, that's what I, it's awesome. Do you, do you know how to use it yet? No, I took me five minutes to figure out how to shut it off. Oh, so you're just wanting to turn it off? I just needed to turn it off to get my service. Basically, you just push one button and hold it down. No, that's Siri. No, it's to turn it off. No, Siri, like watch. All you have to do is hold this button down right there. That's it. Yeah. Wait, am I wrong? That's right? what you have I to figured. Hold both. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, you See, I didn't do even both. know. Yeah. Thank God. That's me. Oh, it's, that, that, that's an example of me being a douche right there. That's it. I thought it was way cooler than I was. Yes. So it's these two buttons. Yeah. That's why it never turns off then. Yeah. Oh my down. gosh. The phone that never shuts I only talk to Siri by saying, hey Siri though. Oh, I, I use it when I'm driving to like call somebody. I'm really weird. I will not touch my phone when I'm driving. That's like a big no-no. Yeah, I don't Can't either, but I don't ever push the button. I always say, hey Siri, call Cassidy Pope. Cassidy. Cassidy. I trained her to call me poop face. Mine called. So yes, I'm mature. My name's Big Bad Voodoo Bobby. <laughs> Do you know who Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is? No. The band? No. You never heard of Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Big no. Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yeah. So. That's a mouthful. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Back in the um, like. Do people abbreviate that? Mm, here. Back in like the 
late 90s, early 2000s, this big band thing oh, came back. yeah. And it was like Brian Setzer Orchestra and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. They're also in Swingers. Okay, yeah. And the, oh. They're the, the, the band. Yeah. That, I know who you're talking yeah. about. But I don't know their music. And so, well. no, nobody does. But yeah, anyway. I dig it. That's good. Some you would good know. New Year's I bet you kind of know this song. No, hold on. You, me, and the bottle make three. Do you know this one? I don't think so. Oh. Little scat. You, you see, you don't even know good music yet. You need to be around people that know good music. Dang. Do you know Cherry Pop and Daddies? No. Like Zoot Suit Riot? Zoot Suit Riot! What are you saying right now? Oh, my goodness. Do you know Cherry Butt? They're, no, they're, and by the way, what a bad name for... Oh, my mouse went out. There it went. They're called Cherry Poppin' Daddies. That's the name. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it is, sorry. but... Yeah. Zoot Suit Riot! Riot! Bone back a bottle of beer! Yeah. Oh, I know that song. That's this one. So this is all... This is a whole thing. In like the late 90s, early 2000s, where all these bands that were big bands... We're all in pop radio. This is when I was like a teenager on pop radio. Yeah. So I, I don't remember that. I was very, I was in like into Michelle Branch at that oh, me time too. or something. I, but I, again, I was on the radio. Yeah, you had to know everything about all of it. Hold on, I'm going to give you this one. You're going to know this do you, guy. Do you remember Doug, the guy that did... The cartoon uh, Doug? No. Go ahead. He did um, covers of, of like punk songs, but he did it in like a Sinatra way. He wasn't a real artist. I mean, I don't want to say that. No, I mean, he wasn't really making his own stuff out. I don't think so. Do you know this one? It looks yeah. like we're going to hell. This, this is old, though, right? Look up Jump Jive and Well. Probably 98 or something. Oh, you gotta jump jive then you wear you gotta jump jive 98? Yeah. So you were like 10 or something? Oh, I was probably in, into Backstreet Boys. Yeah, well, I 89. Still, I was born in 89. I still am. I took a picture of the Backstreet Boys. It, it was all of them. It was all of them and me. And oh, my eyes were closed. Oh. So we're, it was my one shot. It was all, everybody was in because they were like, we're, oh. all right, come on in. We take a picture and my eyes were closed. Dang it. I know. I met them at the ACMs last this year, I met in this year ACM Honors. Is oh. where I was. Where you I were saw at ACM them. Honors? No, wait a minute. ACMs. Hold they on. Perform? I was at. No, I met them at CMT Artist of the Year. Oh, okay. I didn't go to that. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty cool to get in the door there. I know. I know. I'm yeah, not, I, this was my uncool year. This is a bad year for you. <laughs> I'm bad coming year. back, baby. I'm coming back. Uh, okay, so just to recap, <laughs> it's a lot. No, I think it's just a lot of life. It's so much life, but I love it. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a lot of life. Great. I think you probably learned a lot in this last year more than more than the last seven years. I, it's so true. It's so, once I was like, okay, I'm gonna start following my heart. Uh, that's when everything went crazy. It was like a shit storm. Oh, sorry. You can say whatever you want. Oh. This, this. It was like a shit storm. I hope you don't think we're live on the radio. If not, you're gonna be sadly disappointed <laughs> Sorry, and, that nobody's calling in. <laughs> yeah. Jump in. Yeah, where is everybody? Uh, I was like, yeah. I just once I started doing that, it was really bad at first. I was like, why did I do this again? Why did I fire everybody and break up with my ex? And then, and then now I'm like, oh, got it. I'm so much happier. I feel cleansed. Mm, good for you. I would be as a dude. As a dude, and I were dating a girl that was in a, just out of a seven-year relationship. Whew, it'd be a tough one. 
Well, I'm not like. It'd be a tough. I'm just telling you as a dude. Yeah. Even though I would act cool. Aww. And be like, yeah, whatever. But I would be like, ooh. Really? Yeah. Because it's, you wonder. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, it's, I mean, I can say it till I'm blue in the face, but yeah, it's, that's done. Like if you were dating a dude who was in a relationship for 10 years, basically, and he'd been out for a few months, wouldn't you want to be like, I wonder what part of that he's holding on to? Yeah. But I'm, I'm honest. I'm like, I'll, I'll always love him. He, I respect him. He's amazing. Nobody did anything wrong. But it's, if you, like, unless I give you a reason to not trust me, then I, th- I think you should just be open up your heart and like be open minded. I like to share with you my favorite thing about me, if you don't mind. You don't have an open heart. <clears throat> no, it's I love to give relationship <laughs> advice and I can't keep one together to save my freaking life. <laughs> it's like, Girl, it's like five years off music. Let me give you some great relationship advice. Yet, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Here's uh, the blind audition. Uh, oh my god. From you. Yeah. This is how you doing. Do you remember the song you did? Torn. Torn, Natalie Ambrulia. I remember walking up the stairs and I had a ring on and I put my hand on the railing. It was like dead silent. It was like, ting! I was like, oh Where, where'd you do this? In LA? Yeah. And uh, like, uh, I think it was the Universal lot. Okay, so you went, this is on the show show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you had to sing somewhere else first, right? Oh yeah, I had like, I, they did a, um, what's it called? An, a, rain, a private audition. And I came and I kind of skipped the Were line. Were you a ringer? Did they find they they, they said you were hey Monday they, yeah yeah they were like we heard you left the band will you come audition they asked me the, the year before I said no and they asked me again and I was like okay that's time here's torn it's nothing where you used to lie this conversation has run dry all three immediately let me listen to that again took a minute well it was tough because you started falling back in your chair like you didn't want to hear that is it, is it making you uncomfortable um, I can hear the nerves in my voice and well, I, of it, course you're, you're I'm like. Ah. How old were you when you did this? <laughs> 22. Okay. You're 22 and you're on NBC? Yeah. All right. Here we it go. Was terrifying. Let's listen again. It's nothing where you used to lie. This conversation has run dry. But that's what's going on. You can hear me And I'm torn. I'm not Who's that clapping? My family. Oh, geez. You're going to make me cry now. So that was my mom, my sister. My friend who passed two years ago, who I just got this tattoo for. Gavi. I saw, I saw your Instagram post of you getting it done. Yeah, yeah, he was one of my best friends. Um, my old friend, uh, my one of my oldest friends, Allie, who I've known since I was in preschool, and Ryan, my ex. And it was like, I mean, it was crazy. Like I, I, I walked into the room after the audition, and I was just looking at them like, okay, has somebody pinched me? Is this for real? Like, did all four just turn around and did like? Because I was scared. I left the band and I was like, what am I doing? I could, I could, this is comfortable. I could keep doing this. And, you know, we just got out of our record deal. So we felt kind of free. Like we could go anywhere if we wanted. Uh, but I knew deep down it was probably not going to happen for us. And so I left. But like that was the validation. It's cr- like crazy. What do you think when you hear yourself sing there? Nah, I don't like it. You know, I've heard you <laughs> sing a bunch of times. I wouldn't great. think that was you. I think it, I don't think it's that good. No, it's not because here's what happens when you get nervous, your throat closes up. Really? And I like the my main problem on that sh- whole show, I I was that the very bottom of my potential the whole time because of nerves. And anytime I get nervous, my low notes go away. So like the finale for cry is like So you won the show <laughs> nervous? Yes. Man, because you're oh a really God, good singer, terrifying. and I've been able to watch you sing in person. Like you're fantastic. You're one of the that the upper echelon vocalists. Thanks. And I hear this, and I go, eh. ah. 
They all turned around a little too quick for my for me. <laughs> I was like, they turned around that. <laughs> they turned around that quick. <laughs> like that's honestly Dang. what I thought. I was like, Honesty it was like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it was pretty fast. I was like, really? Okay. It's nothing where you Conversation has run dry. That's quick. It's fast. They're oh. they. I think they just heard something maybe unique. I don't know. But I do. Uh, you are you're a really fantastic. That's not a slight in any way. No, I literally, I I tell people, it's okay, I I tell people all the time, like, that's not a good representation of my voice at all, because I was so nervous. Now, here's some of your hip-hop album. I apologize, Uh. I love what's one for the ages, eh? Here's some uh, from Hey Monday, here's Candles. (laughs) You ever listen to that? No, I don't. Never? I don't. I can't. Why? Because I'm like embarrassed by my writing. You always should be. Okay, here's what I wrote. I'm, I'm going to tell you about my, something I wrote in my book. If you're, you don't have to even be creating if you're making. Yeah. And that's progress. If you're making progress, we're in a creative field. But you don't have to be in a creative field to make progress at something. If you are working and you're making progress at something and you're not able to look back and be embarrassed at something you did a year ago, two years ago, then you are not moving in the right direction. Sure, yeah. You should always look back and go, oh, I'm, because the more you're embarrassed of it, the the more you've grown. Yeah. Oh, totally. I can't believe I wrote a song called Candles. Blow the candles out. Looks like a solo tonight. I'm beginning to see the light. That was the chorus. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. what do I know? That sounds pretty toe, good. Toe night. Sorry, toe night. The melody, it's a though. Toe night. Yeah, nah, don't give yourself a hard time. It's this is called Homecoming. You ever think about getting together for like a Hey Monday oh, reunion show? You know what's crazy? I ran into the guitarist Mike Gentile for the first time in probably eight years the other night at a Basement East, and we were talking about how next October is the 10 year anniversary of that album. What's everybody doing? He is doing sinks for um, I don't know like, like like um like his he's building sinks. He's yes, he's building sinks. No, um, his songs I literally thought that's what she getting, meant, dude. I thought he was installing sinks somewhere. Sinks, I was like, good for him. You know yeah. It's like when you um when your music gets placed in like a commercial or something. He's killing it with that. He's got his songs and he just had a song in the Cars movie and stuff. So he's good. he's doing great. He's really good. He's showing me some stuff he's producing, but he's awesome. And then um the other guitarist is doing kind of the same thing in West Palm Beach. He's he's doing like producing some rappers in West Palm and stuff. Um, the drummer is he I think he has some sort of he he and I don't keep in touch very much. Elliot has some sort of like design company. I could be so wrong on this, so he's gonna kill me. But yeah, they're everybody's doing great. It's were, you, just, were you the reason the band broke up? They mad at you? Yeah. No, they were at first, yeah. yeah. And I and we had a tour to do after. I like tried to make it so they had time to find other gigs. Um and we had we went to Brazil together, and it was like a torturous trip because I knew they all hated me, and we were like, "Did you already tell them you, you were breaking?" Yes. So you told them, did the shows to give them time to find other work. Yes. And you stopped the band because you weren't. We we left the label. We left Columbia because they didn't care anymore, and I was like, "This is a bad situation." We got out. We usually had a tour booked every year, like a year in advance. We had nothing booked. I was paying everything out of pocket at that point I hadn't had the success I have now so I, you were like, running the band too I was running it yeah, yeah I was running everything and I was like I can't literally can't afford it A and B 
I don't want to be, you know, like 28 and still in this band and still struggling. Like I, I'm going to make it with or without this band. Like I, I believe in myself. I would love to do it with you guys, but this doesn't feel right. And like, I got to go. And so, I mean, I was brutally honest with them. I was like, this, this just isn't working. And it took a while for everybody to kind of get over it. And there's a lot of, a lot of shit talking when I was on the voice and stuff. Cause I didn't leave the band for the voice. Even I left the band just to leave the band. I was like, this isn't it. And moved to LA, tried to do a solo thing, did it an EP with my friend Gavi that I just mentioned who passed. And he, you know, we, I put it out so I could like, I got it out right before the voice. Cause I was like, Oh my God, well, they the lock voice. you up on the yeah. voice. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I can sell it. And it literally, it like paid off so much, so many debts, so much like my rent, so awesome. really, so you got out in time, yeah, and then people bought it while you were on yes. the Voice. That's because I have a friend who went on the Voice, somewhat recently, and she had music. Natalie, and, yeah, yeah, and she couldn't put it out. Yeah, and, and I know. then it was like, then you have to wait another X amount of days yeah. after you're off to put it out, and you don't really and own then it. You, well, well, with her, she had recorded it before. Oh, so she, she yeah, it okay. was her music, but they don't let you put it out in your window from when they come to you because she was one of the special like they recruited her right right and she did it she's like okay and then she did it and she can't put anything out for like three months prior because she's locked in a hotel room and then she can't put it out during the show and she was just able to put it out like last week or you know whenever she had yeah. uh, wine or whiskey right and so yeah, it's so. kind of, it's, yeah, I kind of was like, well, if people see me and they go and they look me up, they're going to see, that's hey, awesome. Monday, and that's going to be going yeah. to Columbia, so I might as well try and get something out that's mine. So that was, that was nice. Ah, here's one of those old songs that you did. Here you go. conversation has gone dry. <laughs> Every time she's like, oh, you found that. I was a little too young and a little too dumb to it's 11. Yeah. Crazy. What is? I just feel like my voice has changed so much. Puberty, man. <laughs> Change. I don't know if you watched Brady Bunch or if you ever did watch the I Brady did. Bunch. Oh man, when he was going, who was going? Peter. The, oh my gosh, poor guy. Now listen, I wasn't alive when the Brady Bunch was on, but I watched reruns. Yeah. Okay, just making sure everybody knew that. <laughs> well, it wasn't black and white still when you were kid. All right, listen, good talk. We've been talking for how long, Mike? Hour eight. Hour eight. It's hey. pretty, it's pretty good. Didn't he feel like hey. it? No. I'm, I'm a treat to talk to. I am with a mics treat. On. Mic's off? Terrible. I'm delightful. I got nothing to say when the mics are off. I'm like, hey, how are you? Good. Mics, come on. Hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> That's Woo. not true. We're having a good time. We're having fun. Uh, what we've learned is it's a new start. Yeah. And people could be listening to this next year because these things live forever. But um, if you're listening to this now which is uh, before February of 2018, that's probably when new music's coming out. Yeah, most likely. And you're going to be doing it independently still unless somebody comes and gobbles you up. Yeah, which, I, yeah, I don't really care. I just, I, I want to I do it independently because I've never gotten to, I haven't been able to in so long. It feels good. And you will be reading Bare Bones. I will, simultaneously during all of this, yes. No, you read that in like a week. <laughs> okay. Are you a fast reader? Nope. Oh, you read it like a week in a day. I like get distracted by everything and anything. My dog, like the car driving by, it's a problem. Where are you standing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm where, sitting where on are cars driving by? In the street uh, reading. All right. Um, <laughs> at Cassidy Pope, let me ask you a question. This is a, this is a, this is a good question. You put out a picture 
like two months ago maybe. Mm-hmm. And you were like in a crop top and you were standing ne- next to an old Ford. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we were – was that a hate to the ex-boyfriend? Like I'm in shape. I'm putting this picture out for the world. Because no. no new music came and we were debating about this. Like, no, what, no. Wh- why were you next to that old truck? Like, what, So that's what, like – that is the photo shoot for this new music. And I kind of wanted it to be like a nod like, hey – there's a new era coming. Um, but you didn't say that. You just put the picture out. Yeah. Okay. Next but, time you got to say new era coming or something. I know, but I <laughs> also... Because we're all like, she's trying to stick it to her ex. <laughs> no. that's, what it, that's what most of America felt like. Oh, I didn't, I didn't want that. I mean, no, no. I, I just, I wanted people to see like, yeah, I cut my hair I got, and got a different vibe going. And I, I didn't know that when the music would be coming out. So the, like the word, I hate... When, like, I've teased music in the past and then it never came. And fans were like, well, whatever happened to that? So I didn't want to, like, mislead. So I just, I, but I like the picture. Remember that picture? I do. Yeah, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox will not stop talking about it. Yeah. That was so cool. Well, because we were like, what is she trying to say? Interpret this picture. <laughs> hey, everybody can read it the way they want to read That's it. That's right. All right. It's good to see you. You at, too. Uh, at Cassidy Pope on all the stuff, right? Yeah. Is that it? Totally. That's it. And, um, oh, I've just been handed this. Oh, check this out. This is, uh, Pretty good. Wow. We'll see you. Uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Yeah. We'll probably see on the big radio show soon. But uh, okay. Well, that's it. Episode ninety-four. Ninety-four. And thanks to our sponsor, Sleep Number. Oh yes, Sleep Number. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.